Hello. Hello, Merlin. How are you today? Mm. Did you sleep like crap last night? I slept like crap last night, and everybody that I know slept like crap last night. Yeah, it's a medical diagnosis. I mean, is this it's named a... after uh, Robert Vaughn Crap? Uh-huh. <laughs> of the of the crap institute. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a thing. I'm yeah. not awake. Why? 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 I slept kind of bad too. Tell me why you did. I don't know. I just I don't know what it was. Like I couldn't. I, I oh, was you know, you just know, awake and not not in the the sleeping situation. And like my boy yeah. came down this morning. He's like, I couldn't fall asleep till after midnight last night. And, and I tweeted about it, and like fifty people replied. They're like, same, same. My daughter was up with a migraine. I couldn't <sighs> sleep. Um, the whole family was disrupted. What's Something's in, happening. Something Dan. This happened is it. last night. This is the moronic convergence. It's all coming together. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, yeah. I was saying to my lady friend this morning, I feel like I've fallen into um, some unhealthy patterns. No, it's not mm. that. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't think I'm doing anything different, which might be the problem in and of itself. But. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll fall asleep like on the couch watching YouTube, watching TV, watching uh, watching my Better Call Saul at like between nine thirty and eleven thirty. I wake up between one and three. Uh huh. Great. Now I'm awake. And for you've a while. been and you've been you've been basically what you've done is you've taken a nap, and the nap has reset you. So now you're mm-hmm. energized, but it's two in the morning. Um, possibly. I think other people are affected by what you're describing at that time differently than I am. For me. I don't know. Like, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff for me that before five o'clock, before seven o'clock, or just a no go zone. Like, I cannot. As much as I enjoy like a, a, a beverage, if I have a beer at like four fifteen in the at, afternoon, like on a Saturday, in in the PM, I have to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm telling you. I mean, I could drink all of the alcohol after five, six, seven, but like, ooh, four o'clock, forget it. I'm donezo. Um, and so. So in this case, or 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 similarly, um, I remember back in the day when maybe when you were younger, uh, for whatever reason, you end up uh, again in the afternoon. You fall asleep; it's daylight. You wake up; it's nighttime. Especially in the winter, that's the worst. Waking up at like six fifteen mm-hmm. after a two-hour like Saturday or Sunday nap. Yeah, yeah, you're screwed. Yep. So um, I talked to Roderick about this not long ago, but I, I feel like I, I kind of gotten into this thing that's similar. People always have to remind me what the name for this is. It's not biurinal. It's not bineural. It's by, bi- but there's the thing where you have two sleeps. You have two sleeps and you're awake mm-hmm. in the middle. It's like colonial okay. people used to sleep. And I, I can be very fine with that. But for some reason lately, when I try to get back to sleep in the middle, God, this is boring. It's not boring. I was finally getting into this topic. <sighs> oh, Sorry. I'll let you finish. No, um, I'm just, uh, <laughs> you finish. But the, the, huh? hmm. and then, but then, then I start having anxiety. Having anxiety now. Please, like the rest of America, please by all means say to me, "What are you anxious about?" And then I respond with this: "It's anxiety. It does not require anything to be anxious mm-hmm. about." Right. That's what makes an anxiety right. instead of spaghetti dinner. So. Now, what do you do in a situation like that? Do you get up? Do you start moving around? You do your you do your uh, your ropes course, or you like to do your rowing? Like, what what do you do to get get uh, get back into the sleep groove? If if are you talking about like what I would do in that moment or in general? Well, okay. Put differently, what did you try last night that didn't work? I mean, it was I fell asleep fine, but it was just like a like it took me a long time, and I just I didn't do anything. I just like went with it, and that's the thing yeah. that's like the. I just go with it now. And I used to feel the problem for me was that I would get 
like I would almost feel like there was something wrong and I needed to fix it. And that would increase the anxiety. And so now my take on it is just to kind of roll with it and say, oh, this is how it's going to be right now. You know, and and in a way, it's almost like being a kid where your parents like, well, we got to run these 10 errands and you're going with me. You're like, I don't really want to do that, but I don't have a choice. That's kind of how it is with some of this sleep stuff. You just got to say, you know, I don't have a choice. I'm here. (laughs) Well, you can use my old catchphrase. I've decided not to let it bother me. And, And honestly, that can work miracles, especially if you believe it. And not believe it as in like I'm going to fool myself way, but where you've done it enough times, you've practiced or if you like rehearsed enough times that you go, oh, this is the thing where I'm awake for a little while. Right. And there's no value or valence to it. And it's just a thing that where I'll be awake for a while and then I'll go back to sleep. I'm not going to be asleep forever. I'm not going to be awake forever. I'm just going to be awake for a little while. And I actually <clears throat> do think that works fine if you can kind of rehearse it. The... um. I mean, one problem with me is if I get anxiety at night, mm-hmm. uh, it's really not fun. And But there's a uh, very physical, as you say, component to it, which is I feel like I ha- I'm having trouble breathing. I'm not having a panic, t- a panic attack, but I do have this little pet theory about people with anxiety often also having breathing problems. I have no science behind that. But I think my brain or my soul isn't getting enough oxygen and it makes me a little panicky. In the same way that, you know, and so people would say, oh, you know, just relax. You just relax. Relax and go to sleep. And, you know, it's sort of Merlin, like telling somebody. Relax. It's like somebody telling somebody who just had like a McDonald's cup full of mushrooms <laughs> to just stop tripping. To stop. It's like, well, dude, and it's a little bit out of my control right now. Like, and, you know, and if you are talking to somebody or you are somebody who's like having a bad trip, you know, being told, hey, man, just watch the movie and have an orange slice. It's like, I'm going to gut you. I'm going to kill you right now. Don't you imagine that I, I've, if I thought I could psych myself out of this, I would. It's like trying to psych yourself out of an automobile accident that already happened. And that's, that's a problem with so many of these things. Is by the time something that's, <clears throat> that is a problem for you is expressing itself, it's way too late to really do anything about it. You know what? That gives me a chance to, uh, I, I, I'm not a big promoter of things and I don't stand to make any money from this, but I, but I like this thing that I wrote. I'm going to share it with people. Um, for a recent uh, episode of uh, the podcast due by Friday, Alex and I had a twofer challenge, not twofer from 30 Rock, but two different things. And the idea was that it's always two things with us. And the one is we're going to use this app called Craft that I'm pretty obsessed with at craft.do. Uh, I might have promoted this here, but I don't care. It's really good. And y'all should read it. So uh, craft.do. Um, but also it was a way of sharing the wisdom that we've learned uh, from doing the program. The second part was kind of a bust, but it led me to start capturing things that I think are smart things. Um, I think mostly things I thought of, but some of them certainly have, have filtered down from various books like Rules of Thumb, The Book of Lists, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in any case, you go to show notes for this episode, you're going to see something called Wisdom from Merlin. And this is where I'm going to try and write down everything I know in one place. And I think it's really good. Um, and I'm, I'm continuing to slowly uh, add to it over time. Uh, stay focused on the outcome, not the original strategy. Uh-huh. If you're looking for a USB cable, don't fixate on finding a specific box that might contain a specific USB cable. Just find a damn cable. Um, oh, here's one of my favorites, as you know, Dan. Whenever you need to carry two seemingly identical things, like drinks or toothbrushes or what have you, always and only ever carry the, the one that is yours in your right hand. When you pick up the two items, always yes. mutter aloud to yourself, I'm always I'm right. I'm always right. I because just talked that to my, my kid from you over the weekend. I was just teaching I'm that always right, and yep. because now you're always right. Yep. 
dinner party <laughs> dinner parties and most large group meals are not really about eating. They're mostly about easy socializing. So if you get weird when you're hungry, Dan, eat before you arrive. <laughs> It'll make everyone's <laughs> evening more easy and more social. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's all in here. Dan, where do people find uh, show notes for episode whatever this is of your back to work program? Uh, what ep- who knows? Who First of all, who knows what episode it is and who knows where? I think it's 514. It. I just didn't have time. It is. It is 514. To do an eye corner glance. You can go to backtowork.limo slash 514. 514. Yeah. Sometimes an email is just a way to say, I love you. And sometimes a cigar is just an email. And any, any, any man who would, uh, I was about to combine three jokes. I was going to put three hats on three hats, but then that would technically be, according to Escher, nine hats. Flirt with all elderly women. In photography as in life, keep the light behind you. Uh, there's a lot here. A lot of these you're going to know. Always make all the bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, avoid any food whose name has been altered for legal reasons. Uh, I have no idea what we're doing this week. I think, I suspect you'll have more to say about your new hardware acquisition. Yeah. I had a couple open-ish loops about this and that, but I'm mostly wide open. What do you feel like talking about? You know, I mean, I, I, um, I think there is a, I have a weird topic and yeah, we can talk about the acquisition too. Um, okay. But why don't you do your stuff first, and then I'll tell you, uh, it, you know, if there's time, I can go into more. I forget how much of this I already talked about last week. Last week, I think they zapped me with the Men in Black flashlight because I can barely remember anything we talked about last week. That's just um, going, that thing is strobing 24-7 for most people right now. I don't know what's going on. You think so? It's just strobing. Yeah, I think it oh, is. A-B-S. Uh-huh. Huh. Uh, um, you know what? It's really super boring. Uh, Home Dash, it's really good. Check it out. If you do Home Kit stuff, check out Home Dash. You know, I think we're at the stage with a, with a, a handful of Apple technologies, yeah. where they're consistent enough to use, they're like good enough to enjoy, and some are maturing just enough for you to realize how frustrating they are. <laughs> you know, like, like for which the one, stuff that's really are still hot that are, are maturing to be frustrating. Um, I mean, I still feel like we're, we're barely into act one of HomeKit. I, I often, yeah. I have to be honest, I really, I really wonder, it's so difficult right now as ever, maybe. It's hard to tell what Apple really cares about right now. I don't think it's the Apple TV. I don't think it's really HomeKit. If, if, if HomeKit is to have a long-lived and fruitful future, that's very hard to say, by the way. It's a difficult thing to say, fruitful future, fruitful future. A fruitful future... Future, I think we are pretty early to mid act one of HomeKit. Where, I mean, at the beginning of this, my God, there were so few things. And now, ah, this is a problem across Apple stuff. And I'll be quick about this, but it does really matter. Uh, I mean, you can criticize what people call like sort of the, the dark days or the bad old days of Apple, where they were, you know, letting people make clones. And uh, was it John, John Scully or Gil Emilio or whoever it was? The, the, the person who we all decided was bad because Sears sold Macs. Yes. Anyway, the, the, whatever. The, 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 Everybody the post, hates that time. The post jobs time period with the clones and the other well, things. Well, post and pre jobs, yeah. Yes. But it was my favorite time for the Mac because that's when I was doing the stuff that was most exciting to me. But long story short, you could certainly criticize them for selling, I guess, too many different kinds of things, too many different SKUs, too many different kinds of markets, too segmented, et cetera, et cetera. But now, on the other hand, it's like, as somebody who recently acquired uh, a new Mac laptop, 
to, to really, I remember the chatter. I wasn't paying attention to this a year or two ago, but whenever the new Mac Pro or whatever came out, anyway, when the XDR, whatever it's called, screen came out, and I remember hearing, this is so crazy. You know, you know how it is. When you're not in the market for something, you're not paying attention. But I do remember a lot of the, the buzz and the scuttlebutt, places like ATP, people saying, like, it's, this is nuts. The only monitor Apple sells right now is a $5,000 monitor or whatever it is. And then, of course, there's always that little little uh, extra indignity of things like the stand costs this much and the wheels for the Mac cost this much. All those just basically FUs that they seem to do just because it's fun. But it is kind of crazy. There, there's still so much stuff where it's like, okay, wait a minute. You sell this one monitor, Apple monitor, and then there's the LG one that nobody likes and might shut off your Wi-Fi. Okay, there's that. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, with HomeKit, how far along are we with HomeKit? Well... We let people besides Apple make things for HomeKit now. And I guess that's, we're being, it's very, you know, uh, noblesse oblige for us to allow people to do that. But still, anybody who does this stuff for a while will tell you, like, at least I will tell you that for home automation stuff to get good, one of, the, one of the things we need to not just improve, but almost perfect is how we interact with sensors in a house. Your home will never be a very, very particularly smart home unless you get good with sensors. Um, but Apple doesn't sell sensors. Oh, yeah, they do. Well, they sell this Eve sensor. Oh, that's cool. Well, there's this Eve sensor. Uh, okay, well, I guess they also sell the Hue sensor. Oh, a Hue sensor. That's cool. I'll tell you a fun trick, uh, fun tip about Hue sensors. If you don't have a Hue light in a given uh, taxonomical room in your mm-hmm, house, mm-hmm. it won't let you put things besides a light bulb in there. You cannot put, you could put it there, but it won't show up. You need, or you could fake it out and say this light in another room actually is in this room. But for example, because we don't have any Hue lights in our garage, it doesn't want to let us use the two Hue motion sensors we have down there. Why am I saying so all you, this? Wait, so you, wait, 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 wait. You need to have a light to use the motion sensors. The, okay, so I, I, I'm, not, I'm not Philip's human. That's his, that's his full name. He's that's Dutch. Right, right. Oh, wait, it's, it's, it's Philip's Van Huderman is his full name, I think. Um, I don't. I can't prove this to a certainty, but I do know that um, there have been times when I tried to set up a hue motion sensor in a room and it all works fine as long as there is a hue device in that room as part of how, you understand what i'm saying it's not that it won't physically allow you to put it in there but unless you have it as- assigned to that room i don't understand the exact math and science of this but i do know that if you remove a hue light and it's the last hue light you remove from the room it will no longer see other hue devices in there which consequently means it will now not show up in home and home kit okay stuff like that I just feel like there's so much of this stuff going on right now <laughs> where like I got him say, man, like the, the, the uh, software, the WebOS, whatever it is, software on my LG is really, it walks right up to the edge of me never needing Apple TV again. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff I like Apple TV for, but ready? Joke's on me. Guess what I like about all this stuff? The way that it interacts with the other Apple stuff. But, it only interacts so well with all the other stuff. Maybe I just live too close to my office and that's bad on me, but I, everything's always confused about where I am. So geofencing is virtually useless for all this stuff, but I like it enough. I like that I can talk to my HomePod and control my Apple TV. I love all of that stuff. You know, I, I kind of, I dream of a world where all this stuff would actually sort of work together, but it can be really maddening. How did I get started on this, Dan? What was I complaining about that started me on this? Well, I think with this HomeKit stuff iPad, HomeKit. Oh, right. The uh, mat- technologies that are mature enough to find their irritations. Oh, yeah. You know, I think there is something 
to be said for that promise that we have in the old movies where as somebody is like, they're kind of close to their home and the house just sort of like, oh, Merlin's getting close to home. And like yeah. the driveway light turns on and, you know, the um, the oven starts preheating. And, you mean like an AT&T commercial? Yeah. Right? And like, yeah, yeah. And like the lights dim to just the right level based on your preferences for rainy evenings. And like, is it cool? And well, I become more attractive to my wife. Yes, <laughs> yes. Merlin likes a fireplace going when he walks in the door and, you know, and like <laughs> that kind of thing. And like, that's the promise of, of like home kit. And, and the reality is like, I'm waving my arm and the light won't turn on, you know, and there, there's... Do a- not believe what I have gone through <laughs> on my own and talking to other people to have the following thing happen, three parts. <laughs> um, and so num- number one, uh, motion detector turns light, sets, sorry, let me put this in, in actual home kit ease. Motion is detected, which sets the scene uh, X in that, that room, okay? Um, after a certain number of minutes, it sets to scene Y, when there's no more motion. Makes sense? So motion is detected. That sounds like a Dalek. Motion is detected. Motion and it turns detected. light on. <laughs> the motion is detected. <laughs> and um, and so then, yeah, that's cool. So then after so much time of not no motion, it turns off or sets the scene of, let's say, lights off. But what about this? What if I turned it on manually? What if it got turned on some way besides motion? How do I get it to turn off on its own? And I could do this, There's, I've tried, there are ways I could do this with two or more different um, routines or automations, but I, that's not how I want to live. That's crazy. That's That would be, I don't know what that's like. I guess it's like going to McDonald's and they keep serving you all your sandwich in like seven different boxes and you put it together yourself every time. Like, I don't even know what the analogy is. <laughs> Didn't they have making. that? That was the hot side stays hot and the cold side the hot stays, stays cold. In other words, we want you to do the work yeah. for us. <laughs> I was there on day one. Yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, I believe it was summer uh, summer of, I want to say, 85. Anyway. Were you um, working there or you were there to eat? Yes, I was on the crew. I had been trained. I'd been trained extensively by regional, (laughs) regional people. Hot stays hot and the cool stays fresh. Pickles don't touch. 10 minutes to Whopper. (laughs) And there is a way to do that. But like there are certain, like this is why I like, for example, the app Home Plus. Oh, it got started because of Home Dash. That's how we got here. Home Dash and Home Plus. You know what? I'm not going to carry on all day. Or will I? You have no control over that. Don't try to control me. What? But here's the thing. Um, two apps that have made my life a lot more fun in the last little while. You know, the home app, it's getting better. But we are still in Act 1. It's all still very silly. I would not try and... Let's put it this way. You remember when people started like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to start this new business based on Facebook. It's like, yeah, good luck with that. That wasn't maybe such a great choice to build your entire business on mm. Facebook. Uh, how about this? Uh, if I had to build my business on the stability uh, and flexibility and power of HomeKit, that would not be a business for very long because, boy, are there ever some garbage pit holes <laughs> in the home universe. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. And I mean, like, and there's just so many things in the smart home world. This is, trust me, just absolute bananas. I was saying to a friend of mine, for me, the test case for this always comes down to, uh, like, imagine that you have a rental property, an Airbnb, whatever. It would be very advantageous to be able to control things remotely, not to be a creep, but for example, to be able to do stuff like reset the Wi-Fi or to, you know, uh, monitor whether there's a fire, right? All kinds of stuff. And so my test case for a lot of smart home stuff is, would I trust this unattended? Basically, I have not been there in person in three to six months. 
if I have not been to like uh, you know a property that I own or manage somewhere else in months, would I trust this to work? Could I know without being weird and trying to do something like having a neighbor go check? Would I know that motion detection was still working? Motion detection usually detects that there is a person delivering the mail mm. five days a week or six days a week. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been anybody delivering the mail for three months. I wonder if it's still working. Well, I would assume probably that it's not, but how would I know that it's not working and why it's not working? If you can't be certain about those things, this is not ready for prime time. If you are counting on your family's safety and security, knowing that that intrusion or uh, smoke alarm or you know carbon monoxide alarm is going to work, Setting aside the whole thing where Elliot could hack into your, your storage cave and make your you know thermostat freak out. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Elliot does that. I don't think it was Elliot. It was actually, was it the girl that did that? Who did that? Maybe, is there a Mrs. Robot? <laughs> anyway, um, that's a problem. That's a problem. And so what's neat though is, and th- thank you, Apple, for being so gracious about letting other people use your stuff. But there, I guess it's, what would you call it, an API? Like a behind-the-scenes thing mm-hmm. that lets you do stuff with the HomeKit things. So, you know, it's nice that they've loosened up a little bit. You still got to be secure to get in their thing, but, like, you can do stuff with it. So there are apps that have come along that are just fantastic. Two recommendations, and then I'm going to throw it to Dan. One called Home Plus is really great. And it's, you know, it looks like they've just recolored, the almost like they've recolored the icon for Home. Uh, but Home Plus, uh, much prettier, much more friendly to use. Um, but then it also, it reveals a lot more of the attributes, the aspects, and the, the functionalities of any device on your network. So if you were to just open stuff up in home, like most of us monkeys, you would see, oh, okay, here's the light. I can have it be on or off or more or less blue. That's cool. But like, if you use Home Plus, it will show you like as much as it possibly can about that device, including stuff you wouldn't normally see, like... Power usage, if it's available, well, it depends on what the thing is. But you see it get a lot more stuff you can see about each of your things. And because it can show you more of what it can see, guess what? You get way more to automate. And you get better conditionals. And you get just so much stuff that's so, you know, if you're somebody who's smarter than I am and is pretty good with just the most basic, I don't even want to say booleans, but like, yeah, just simple conditionals, you can come up with some real magical stuff. And then like a fallback of what happens after that. You can kind of do that with automation right now. You can send that to a shortcut. But man, it's real, it's, it's real monkey stuff on home. But Home Plus, go check it out. The other one I wanted to mention, I recently discovered from, got to be Federico Vitici, called Home Dash. Home Dash available for iOS and iPad is, um, oh, I told you about this, Dan. It's a little bit, I'm, I apologize, I'm repeating myself. It's a little bit like that panic you know, status board thing, but you go in and I have like, you can create all these different views or pages that you want. Like, so you say, okay, I want this new custom page. Just show me all the cameras at all my places where I have HomeKit installed. Show me the power consumption of all the things at these different places. You know, whatever it is you want to do, you make your own little Star Trek, you know, uh, deck, (laughs) bridge, I guess, um, for your HomeKit stuff. And it's really, really powerful. I could see even like mounting that on a wall and just using it to control everything and see what the status of everything is. But it's an exciting time, but it's also a frustrating time, you know? So it's like, uh, what, is that Charles Dickens said that? In the frustrating hmm. times. In the- <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah she's, sitting there, she's sitting there by the guillotine, <laughs> knitting home kits. Hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Knit one pearl two is what they say. Dan, did you want to tell me about something you like? Uh, yeah, I would like to tell you about feels. Feels. We have never had 
a more appropriately t- I hope people are listening to this spot, Merlin. Because- Let's talk about something important. <clears throat> Let's talk <clears throat> about something important. This is important. I find that CBD is a game changer. It was a game changer for me. It, it's been a game changer for a lot of people that I know. It's helpful with so many things. And just like we were talking about, Merlin, at the top of the show, about anxiety, sleep, and things like that, mm-hmm. CBD mm-hmm. can be tremendously helpful for people in, in this regard. And Feels makes really some of the best CBD. I'll tell you what, there's something people don't talk a lot about when they're talking about CBD. I can't tell you how many different kinds of CBDs that I have tried over the years. I would say probably close to a dozen different brands. That's a lot of CBDs. They all taste very, very different. And it's funny because people don't really talk about that. They're just like, oh, it's CBD. Like it helps me with this. But what does it taste like? Well, it, Mm. it has a certain flavor. And my son pointed out to me just last night because uh, we had tried a different brand uh, and then we went back to feels and he said, you know, feels is my favorite. I'm not making this Hmm. up. He says, feels is my favorite. It tastes the best. It tastes the best out of all of them. And it really is an amazing, an amazing thing. I'll tell you what it does for you. It'll help you reduce your stress. It'll help reduce your anxiety. It can help with chronic pain. It helps me after a workout. It helps with trouble sleeping all of us are experiencing some or all of these things right now because everybody's like freaked out and stressed out and it's just weird, right? Well, feels is different. It's premium CBD and it's delivered directly to your doorstep. They use really, really high quality. And this is the thing, you you can taste the difference. Like you really can. If you've ever tried just some other CBD brand, I always find that feels tastes better. And I've gone back to feels because it works really, really well. It's all natural. They include, like, they have third-party testing so you can make sure that the the amount of CBD that you're getting in the drops is the correct amount. They have help where you can call them up and get information about how much you should be taking and what your problems are and what strength CBD is right. They have a little flight of CBD vials that you can test, that you can try them all out and see which one is right for you. It's so good. And what they have is there's, like, a whole community around this, in addition to that hotline that I told you about. Um, you can join the community. It gets delivered to your door every month. And this is why this is why I, um, I, I, I tried the other one, because I had decided I was going to experiment with a different mm. kind. And it was an error. It was a huge error. I'm back mm. to feels now. I love having it delivered every month. I don't have to worry about running out. I don't have to. And when, when you start using it, you start to say, I really feel better. Like I'm sleeping better. I'm working out better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of this comes down to the fact that it can help you. So here's what you do. You become a member. You can pause or cancel it at any time. You're in full control. You're going to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. If you go to feels, F-E-A-L-S, feels.com slash back to work. One more time, feels.com slash back to work. off when you become a member, automatically taken off your first order, and you get the free shipping. I really recommend people try this. Don't make the mistake I did and try a different brand. You're just going to come back to Feels anyway. Sorry, Uh, it's the best. So thanks very much to Feels (laughs) for making this show possible. Thanks, Feels. That's that's not in the script. They should should just bring you on board. 
I'm ready to come to, on board. To, you don't understand, pitch. Merlin. This stuff is. Oh, I think I do. I think I really do. It's good. It's good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, you know what? You know what Tweaky from Buck Rogers likes? CBDB. Mm-hmm. It's a different thing. It's a database about. Mm. Dan, talk to me about uh, uh, week two with your new acquisition. Dan uh, recently got an I- iPad Pro, right? Yes, I got the iPad Pro. I got it in space gray. I got 256 gigabytes of storage and uh, the 11-inch one, if that's not obvious. I would never get the big one. You don't need to overcompensate? No, I don't, don't have anything to prove. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, so uh, what, we're, I forget where we left it off last time. I think we talked about some... I feel like I mentioned a couple things to try out. It's fun to do that person detection thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of little hidden gems, and I think you were interested in the idea of using the pencil uh, with something like not- Notability or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, definitely. So I I had a pencil with the very, very first iPad Pro that I got when the pencil was first announced. And I um, I remember not really using it that much, not finding much of a use for it, Uh, and because of that, I just didn't, I just didn't wind up using it. I sold it. I actually wound up selling just the pencil and I thought this time, you know, I would, I would try it without the pencil. So after the first week toward the end of the week, I thought, you know, maybe I'll use this, maybe I'll use a pencil. So I got one and I have been using it. They have Hmm. added something where you can write, you can kind of write in cursive or regular printing inside of like text areas and text fields and anywhere that you could type. You can write, you just like start writing with the pencil inside of them. And sometimes it even gets it right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and and it's, so that's kind of (laughs) neat. It's the new, it's the new messages stickers, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I, I've had pencils, used pencils. I go through my, my daughter and I will both go through phases where we're crazy into using it for a while. Well, that's for, you know, for a while that meant, you know, coloring we would do not together, but kind of alongside each other. But anyway, it's, it's, it's never stuck for me. And, and the enthusiasm that one feels for that technology and using it doesn't always endure because in order to use it, you have to do stuff you didn't do before. Like if you're, I always feel like if I'm going to write longhand or draw, like why don't I just do that with a pencil on paper? Mm-hmm. Although the technology is amazing. And for some people it really does stick. Well, do you, do I'm you going like, to have to see if it, if it sticks, but what well, I, but here's what happens like, is now every, yeah. every night since I got the pencil, um, my daughter and I will draw on the iPad with the pencil and she's been doing a lot of sort of frozen inspired uh you know like coming up with her own frozen films that have different titles with backgrounds and things like that and she's like drawing this sort of promo for them mm-hmm. um, that's cute but I like love that. we've been having a lot of fun with this and i would say like for the <clears throat> amount of fun that she and i have been having just drawing together if that's the only thing we ever use the pencil for, and even if we only do it for another week, it was worth the cost of getting the pencil for me because oh, yeah. it's just been so much fun. And and that's the thing. If you look at the pencil as kind of being like, you know, I'll almost say that it's like a pair of hiking boots. Like you don't wear them every day. You might not even wear them That's a really good month, point. But no, the- I wasn't, I didn't mean to say it in terms of like, is it worth the money? Because if we start asking whether things are worth the money, there's a lot of stuff where you're gonna we're gonna have to make some really serious retroactive decisions about our poor decisions in life. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not that; it's just more that I feel like there's this stuff in the Apple world, especially amongst a handful of my especially enthusiastic, optimistic, slightly overstimulated friends, where they are. They're when it's announced, they're beyond excited. They cannot keep it in their pants. 
they're so excited for to actually get it. They get it. They're so excited. They can't stop talking about how excited they are that they got it. They're so excited and they use it and they're so excited. And then you don't hear about it as much. And I, I always want to do like like a eight or twelve you know month post mortem and be like, so uh, how much did that meet your expectations? And when did you obviously just stop using it? <laughs> I don't right? know. I, yeah, I mean, there, but that's, you know, I say them just because, like, right here, like I say, I mean, like this. Maybe this is just the phase that I'm in. But I really like these notebooks. These uh, doesn't matter what kind of notebook. It's a notebook, notebook and a pen. I don't like writing things down. But what makes that useful to me is I don't need it to recognize. This is vol- I don't need to recognize my handwriting. I don't need to recognize this is almost a circle. I need to have a place to write so quickly that I could do it without even looking at the page. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to like unlock a thing with my face. Yeah. And hope that the pencil is paired. And let's even say you're doing using it all the time. If that works for you, great. Hakuna Matata. But but the thing that makes pencil and paper uniquely useful to me is that it's a pencil and paper. You know, and I, to me, the fact that I am one of my upfront decisions with that piece of paper, and this is not going to sound very smart until you really think about it. I've made an upfront decision that this is volatile. I don't save these pages. When the page is full of words, um, or maybe when the page is not full of words. How about this? When the page has one word on it, and I just decide I want to start over. Guess what? I tear it out. I throw it away. I don't think about it twice. It could be that I use this for a whole day. I could use, use one page for two days. Every single um, item on the page got crossed off. Do I save that in my archives somewhere? No, because it's paper. And like they said, like Malcolm Gladwell said in, a, in an article many, many, many years ago when he was still Malcolm Gladwell, <laughs> why did the paperless office never take off? And he said the smartest thing, which he probably got from somebody else, um, and he said, it's not that we need to use less paper, it's that we need to keep less paper, mm-hmm. which sounds like a distinction without a difference, but that's insane. Like, why would I, why would I save all of that? Now, if that works for you on the iPad, I think that's very cool. And there are uses like that. Like my kid, she has so much fun with, um, Procreate. I think Procreate's really good for this, you know? Um, and now these, well, these days now I'm using Affinity Designer, which is tons more powerful, a little bit less intuitive on iPad. But I think that stuff is is great, but I, I have a hard time finding a permanent place for that in my life that's not shoot in that way to be cute. I get like it. where I'm that guy who walks into the meeting room with my, my iPad right. and my pencil. Right. <laughs> is it cool if I take notes on my iPad? Yes, it's fine. You don't really need to talk about it. Oh, because I got a pencil for it. Yeah, we all have pencils. No, but this is a pencil for the iPad. It's made by Apple. It's got a magnet on it. Okay, so can we start taking notes, taking notes on my iPad? I hear, I hear you. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. I have been one, one of the things that I, I have, people have told me on Twitter is that if you're going to really do the iPad note thing, you need to get yeah. this screen. It's called paper. Like, let me see if I can yeah. put this into the paper. Like, yeah, yeah. I've heard Marco talk about this. It makes it, it feels like you're writing on paper. Right. So it, it changed. Here it is. I'll put it. It adds like a little there. more resistance kind of. It's almost like I'm imagining it like vellum or something. I texture. think that's exactly what it's like. It says it is yeah. a screen protector for creators and, and doers. Merlin draw and write on your iPad. Like on but what paper. if I'm, what if I'm an independent creative and content creative? Well, <laughs> you should that? consult your local thought leader on that. Ah, but I like it too. Um, but apparently this is a film that goes on over your iPad that makes it have a little bit of a texture that's supposed to feel a little bit more like paper. Yeah, and yeah. I thought that sounded pretty cool. I don't have it, but... I would uh, want to test that on an old iPad before. Or like, you hear these stories about how you can go... And you ever heard these stories like when you get stuff like to put on your screen that the Apple uh, specialist can do it for you and they're actually super good at it? Oh, Yeah. 
Yep. I just don't want to make bubbles. I worry about bubbles. You know, I had to put screen protectors on all of the Nintendo Switches that my kids and mine and my one of my friends. Uh, uh-huh. And because the, the, the design of the dock is such that, it, and, and the, te- the material of the Nintendo Switch screen is such that if you're not like really careful when you take it in and out of the dock, then it gets scratched up and has no problems. kidding. Yeah. So I they, didn't know that they sell these okay. screen protectors and the screen protectors are actually just very, very, very thin glass. And they give you all these little tools and like a tiny, the tiniest little wipe. Like if you think like the wipe you get at a restaurant at like a, you know, like a, a messy restaurant where they give you wipes. It's oh, like, like a chicken wipe. It's like a third the size of that. <laughs> And uh, and you wipe the screen down and then- and Why is that funny to me? It is funny. Wipe. And then they give you like okay. a little tool to like <laughs> prevent the bubbles and stuff. But like, so I got good at putting the films on pretty good, but- for forty for forty dollars, I would want to try it first. And you can't try it first. You oh, know, yeah, I have sure. an idea for paper like if they're listening. Here's yeah. the idea. They should take the scraps and you should be able to for like a buck or three bucks or something, get huh. or maybe they just do it for free if they can afford it. No, I don't no, know what I feel their financial you. picture is. But they send you a scrap and you can just it with a little tab on the side of it, you put it on because there has to be waste when they're cutting these and you put it on a part of your iPad and it has like a little, a pull tab so you can pull it off really easy. And you just, you get to draw on that little corner and see, Oh yeah, that little corner is good. I'm now I'm going to go buy the thing. Anyway, it's just an idea. But can, can, what you're it. describing conceptually, and I do not let me get on a Jag here because I've been thinking about this for a long time. Um, okay, I run into this a lot. A thing that you like, like what you're describing. If you ever, okay. So let me put it this way. Have you ever done a thing where like the first time you try to do something, you think, I am never going to manage to do this. Now, it could be something that requires a little more strength than you're used to. It could be something that requires a little more finesse than you're used to. One that I run into a lot is something that just requires a feel for how this works. Like, if you've ever had to do something, like, for example, okay, the one I'm thinking of is I'm doing, been doing some new camera stuff. And when you're doing camera stuff, that requires a lot of dealing with little screws and mounts all various kinds of mounts and adapters and all these different kinds of things. And like trying to sort of blindly get this screw through this hole without being able to see where it's going. But like, to me, like there are so many things like that in life where once you've done something a few times, it feels like it's in your bones and you could just do it with your hands behind your back. You could do it while you're falling down a set of stairs, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's funny. The first few, until you succeed once, you're, you <laughs> have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. And until you succeeded a dozen or more times, it just doesn't feel that familiar to you. This is one of those things. Like, so like yesterday, me trying to get this camera mount thing set up, I was just, it was a, it took me like an hour to do. And I was still worried everything was going to fall down or I hadn't done it tight enough or had I done, you know, righty tighty, lefty loosey backwards or something. And any, you know what I'm saying though? And like, in the case like what you're describing here, when you watch somebody else do it, you're like, hey, hey, oh, hey, tiger, you want to practice that a little bit? And they're like, no, they just go, whoop put it right on you're like what your magic or like somebody <laughs> think about all the stuff in the kitchen like peeling an avocado or being able to do a radish rose there's all those kinds of things where like yeah, actually that's the perfect example i think or doing a rosette uh with a you know with a um on pastry you know what i mean like yes. the first time you do it you're like how has anybody ever done this this is the most difficult thing in the world and then you watch somebody doing a bacon they go bloop, 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 and they're just shooting out like a machine gun I think that's that's part of what you're describing here. Mm-hmm. It's like, that would be a big $40 mistake unless you get your scraplings. Is that what they're called? You get your scraplings to practice with. Practice mm-hmm. scraplings. Right. 
chicken wipe. Yeah, I think they need to do this. They're they're gonna. Have to they need them. to do that. They can. Can they just have that over at uh, what's it called paper space? Paper like. Pa- paper light. What am I thinking of? Am I thinking of Squarespace? What am I thinking of? Huh. I don't know what you're doing over there. Squarespace. Now Squarespace, they don't make anything for your for your iPad. Let me well, tell you about Merlin, Let me tell you about Squarespace. There are. Wait a minute. Are they a sponsor? What are you talking about? Yeah, they're a sponsor. What's it have to do with paper lights? Maybe you're gonna get your new Squarespace site because your paper like <gasps> thing is. Ge- up, can I use my iPad town? with Squarespace? Yes, of course you can. No, come on. Have you, no, you don't know that. I do know, do you know that. that. I've done it. I've done it. Dan, tell me about something you like. Let me tell you about Please. Squarespace. Oh, Squarespace. I've used them for Merlin, a long time. You, you can use Squarespace on your iPad? I, I mean, I guess you can use it lots of places. I use it on my, my, my Macintosh computer, and when I do, I think to myself, ha, 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 I wonder what this would look like on somebody else's dongus. Uh-huh. But I'm at the top of the page, you know what it does? <laughs> it's got a little box, a little dongus box, and it shows you, yeah, here's what it would look like on a different dongai. And it's the best. It's, it's a responsive design straight out of the box. Put, put people like me out of business. They can just have that. They can run with that. that they, are, they are the kind of company that puts designers out of business. That could be their mo- motto, yeah. their slogan. Yeah. Because- That's he, why they got rid of Little Ryan. Little Ryan with that gray hair, he was, he was too kind. He was not willing to cut the cord no. with all these useless middle persons no. building their middleware, you know, uh, living in a no, nowhere <laughs> land of nobody. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. here's the thing about Squarespace, and I, I, I hmm. can't emphasize this enough, Merlin, that Squarespace is the- the tool to use if you need to make a website. It is nonsense that you should try to roll your own thing these days. It doesn't make any sense because there's so much work that goes into just doing that. Don't do that. Do the thing that you're good at because generally speaking, unless you're a web designer yourself, you probably don't want to design websites. I know I don't want to design websites. You want to, you're absolutely, do the thing that makes you, you. Do the thing that makes you unique and resist the urge that so many Americans have to quickly turn themselves into a commodity that no one wants. Oh, I like You want to do the thing that is exclusively or especially you. And if you find yourself getting too far into somebody else's wheelhouse, well, first of all, ask permission because they might be married. But the other, the other thing is now, now be careful because you might be procrastinating a little bit. If you're going to make jewelry, make jewelry and then put it on the Squarespace. But if you're going to make rosettes, make rosettes, you know, as far as making a website, let Squarespace help you with that, please. They're not going to, you know, they, they don't come to where you work and knock the rosettes out of your mouth. <laughs> you know, you that, I think, well, I think that's you it. Dare I take think... out a nanosecond of that silence. You leave in all that silence every bit of, <laughs> I was just, I was, that was like, uh, wow. Okay. So... If you're making a new business, if you're making a website, if you if you want to promote your pictures, if you want to do anything like that, and you just there's it's nonsense for you to do it yourself. Just go to squares go to squarespace.com. Just go to squarespace. It's your show. First of all, one word. If if all yes, if all of our listeners just went there right now. Squarespace would be on the phone with us saying, whatever you guys are doing, you get to keep doing it. So just, if they each went and reloaded the page five times, we'd probably get in trouble. We would get in trouble. But good, you know what they said? Like John Lewis said, good trouble. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't um, know where Ryan is. I hope he's happy. I hope he's, he's all right. No, he's happy. He's, he's married. great hair. Remember how great his hair was? Yeah. Little Ryan? Seriously, I wanted to rip it out. <sighs> so angry, up but not out. 
So zagoriaspace.com slash it's your show. It's your show is a it's promo code to use. Word. You're going to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain over there. And uh, we love Squarespace. That's pretty clear. So thanks very much to Squarespace for making this show possible. Little Ryan. Um, my little student has to come here after a while. So did you uh, want to do just a few more? Tell me now. This time I'll shut up. You hope. And you're going to tell me more. Here's the thing, Dan. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hmm. Uh, the stages to these things for me, at least, which is like, get it. And I'm like, yay, get, get the thing set up, play with it, do the thing, maybe r- rush to go try the thing that I was especially excited about. But um, I do find that somewhere actually around the one to two week period is where you st- may settle into a slightly different pattern. That could be where you find yourself doing more stuff that you uh, used to do in a different way. You know what I mean? It could be that you find yourself favoring this more over that. So what happens for, to you between week one and week two? What do you, what's exciting to you? What are you noticing? Any new habits developing? Dan, what are you excited about with this, this gosh dang iPad? Well, you know, I, wanna, I have to talk first about the physicality of the iPad because this is something that I hear people a lot talking about software, talking about, you know, things like that. But, but here's what I want to say, especially for me, because it has been a while since I used an iPad on an almost daily or daily basis uh, and have been using the laptop for most stuff. That and or between the phone and the laptop, I'll tell you the thing that every single time I pick it up really strikes me about it, and that is, it is especially with the Apple case on it, the uh, the the one that goes around, covers the back, and flips over. Is that the, the folio? I never can remember what these. You talking about the one where you can like, um, it's got like two the little three uh, flip fold thing in the yeah. back that makes the triangle that holds it up. That one. I forget. It's like, yeah, the, the, I would call it the classic iPad yes. case, but yes. I think there's a name for it. Yeah. It is so, it, first of all, it's way lighter than I thought it was. It's really be. good to hold. And it fe- especially with that case on it and close. The square it, edges. God, oh I my love God. it. I love it. It's, it's like it, having an, a giant iPhone 5. And you can just, the, the speed at which you can be on there doing something yeah, compared absolutely. to a laptop is remarkable. I feel like Face ID works much better on mm-hmm. the iPad than it does on my iPhone 12, and I don't know why. I, I even is. have the attention thing turned on, and it's still fast. Really? Yeah. See, I, and I just, I'm so impressed by that. I love the fact that the other thing that I, that I do, and I'm sure everyone else has been doing this for years, it's new to me, is, you know, so like it's set up with the little thing into the, the little triangle shape so that it's propped up or something, and someone's yeah. like, okay, Dan, let's go. I can grab the top of it and in one motion, I can flip it closed and it, it, un, it untriangles itself and flips back over and now I'm carrying it and it's so thin, like you don't even know you're carrying this thing. It's like- I feel like they really sweated the way those magnets work because first of all, you don't really notice them. But if you do have, <laughs> it would be kind of weird, but if you have access to magnet paper where you can put paper onto a magnetized thing and see the patterns, it's crazy. Um, the way that they put this thing together to work the way that it works- and it's it's strange how oddly like solid it is. Like with the keyboard case, the fact that it really does mostly stay in there. It's it's an it's a really wonderful device. So you you like the way it feels in your hand. And that's important because if you're going to be walking yes. around holding this thing uh, and using this thing all the time, like it's got to feel good. And I'm going to go on record and say that some of the earlier iPads by comparison don't feel anywhere near as good. They don't feel as secure. They mm-hmm. don't feel like you've really got a good handle on them. You know what I'm saying? Like like they're they're slippery. They're 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 a mongoose chasing a snake in the woods. It's not it's it's crazy. So yeah. what I've really well, That's great. Just, that's great to hear cuz that will have 
to state the obvious, that will have a big impact on how much you actually use this in the coming months is no, whether it, you look forward to holding. To holding this stupid thing mm-hmm. because if you don't yeah. like it, you're not going to use it. So that's something. And just that the whole speed of access kind of thing where, oh, I want to look something up or I want to do something where it, for my for me on the phone, I kind of was using the phone in for more extended periods of time. And I find that I'm not needing to do that anymore. And for me, that was causing a lot of like eye strain. I don't know if you get this, but like, even with my glasses on, uh, even with like the, the, the ones for this kind of thing, like if I stare too much at my phone, mm-hmm. my eyes will kind of get tired and then I'll look up and everything's kind of like out of focus for like the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I don't get that I with think, the iPad. I mean, at least back in the day, I had an app in the 90s that would tell me what ergonomic things to do. And I do remember one of them was encouraging you to look up from your computer, because that's what we had at the time. Uh, look up from your computer and focus your eyes somewhere much further away for a certain number of seconds. Right. Because I, I, I get exactly what you're describing. Glasses or no glasses, sometimes I look up and I'm like, why is everything fuzzy? Yes. I feel like I just got hit in the face. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what I'm yeah. talking about. It's exactly what I'm talking about. And I find that you know the the that's something that i don't really see at, at all when i'm using the ipad for some reason i don't know why that is but it's great and hmm. it's like i'll be sitting there using i'll look up it's fine i think that'll have a lot to do with your success and enjoyment over the next few months is like how much you look forward to actually holding it because if you don't look forward to that you're not going to use it as much right and i mean it is it is critically important i think to be able to get in be able to do the thing that you want to do and get back out again. And so like the time frame that it takes to do that in where you're going from, I'm not using <laughs> a device to I'm using a device. I found the thing I wanted and I'm done is so fast with, you with don't have this. to consciously notice that as resistance. Your brain will notice that it, as resistance. That's right. That's right. And then you yes. won't want to use it. And so it's like, as, as things just get easier and easier, uh, you know, you find that you're like more, open-minded to trying to do it on the iPad kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I just think that there is something about the instantaneousness of the iPad in the way that the phone is instant, but I don't know. And there's something else weird about the iPad for me. It's also because, like, here, I got to say it. I got to say it. I'm going to bitch about one more thing. I love all this stuff, but, you know, I still miss the Touch ID. I really, really do. And, I mean, you could even put a clock on me and prove me wrong, but my gut is I'm still faster. I was I was faster then. Um, I'm uh, uh, sorry. I'm getting texts from people. Um, I was faster because I could just put my thumb on the button as I'm pulling it out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. And now I still feel this like, oh God, how about this? If you're like me and use Apple Pay a lot, I treat Apple Pay as though like I'm entering a master password somewhere. Like I'm just I'm st- I hold myself erect and with the exact right distance from my face and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> if you're doing it on the iPad and you got to click the top twice, you got to be real careful how you hold it. Right. And that's a little that is a little cute for my liking. But here's the funny thing: it bothers me more on a phone than the iPad. Um, the iPad does. I don't know if the iPad is faster or if the iPad feels faster, or the fact that it's not a phone makes me more forgiving of the need to do Face ID. But I mind it I mind it much less, and it does feel way fast enough, especially because it's not my primary device. You probably have to delve into my broken personal psychology to really get into why this is. It doesn't bother me hardly a bit on my iPad, but it still feels a little bit frictiony on my iPhone. But you're right. And then there's other stuff, like I haven't gotten into this, but I, I feel like I've I, there's several different things where you can do stuff like from the home screen. 
Like if you've got an Apple Pencil, you can start writing, I believe, and it'll create a note. Mm-hmm. You looked at that? Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. And um, it's, it's pretty yeah. good. It's, um, I still, maybe this exists, Merlin, but you, hmm. we've talked about it on this show probably a dozen times. And I'm sure that I'm the one that brings it up and then says, have we ever talked about this before? <laughs> but, yeah, that's me. That's usually me. Uh, but, but you remember graffiti on the Newton, right? I uh, loved it. I was talking about Palm this morning. Were you? This very morning. Well, for those for those people who don't remember this or who weren't around or just weren't interested, um, when the Newton came out, it had handwriting recognition, which led to tons and tons of jokes about how bad the handwriting recognition was. And if you wrote frog, it would see <laughs> the word cow and all of that stuff. But um, one of the solutions was this piece of software called Graffiti. And it was a little movable floating window. And this was just so adorable on the Newton. And inside of that little window, you would write, I'll I'll call them letters, but many of them were more like symbols, very easy to remember alphabet that you could write. And, and instead of writing out in cursive in writing out words like, hello, how are you? You would just write inside of this little box, an H an E and L L O. And you could do this. And once you memorized the letters that were a little bit different, um, like, you, like, uh, like what you would think of as a seven was a T. Right. Right. And so, right. It, like, so like, you, but it was, there was also the way it was expressed on that little card. Like here's a dot and here's a line. Yes. The dot is where you put the stylus down and the line is what you make. So it was just, you got, I, one would get surprisingly fast within like a week. Oh, very fast. And the yeah. other thing that I still love, and I still try this whenever I'm writing with the pencil and it doesn't work is to delete. You just drew from you basically swiped left uh what you you drew from right oh to i know left go, to, go right to left to delete and this thing became really popular so much so that when palm came out with the palm pilot it was built into the palm pilot i guess they acquired that technology yeah. or copied yeah, yeah. or whatever but i think that was built into it i would absolutely love to have something like this on the I totally agree. or even I the totally iPad, agree because I'm still, I could start doing that the same way that I was, someone on Twitter was talking to me about, uh, oh, you know, they posted one of those things like, which of these places would you go to in the mall in the 1990s? And they had like Walden Books and KB Toy Store and something else. Oh, I saw you work because you worked at KB. Yeah, and I I replied and said to work at KB Toy Store and someone else messaged me about that. And he's like, I was master of the 10 key. And I'm like, I had all the SKUs for all of the different Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys memorized and the, you know, Mario games memorized because we were ringing them up so much. This Dan, you might be somebody's extremely specific fetish. I I might be, but this is, he's good at 10 key and he knows all the Ninja Turtle codes. I, I cheated on 10 key in business administration class, but I did learn Greg shorthand. Which is very similar. Oh, see, to I want shorthand. That's the whole thing. But my like, grandmother wrote in wrote in Greg shorthand her whole life because she'd been an executive assistant. But it was always I was so excited to learn that, and then you eventually get to that. where you like write just the bits you need to write quickly, and like you almost become it's almost like code switching. I bet to this day you ten key in your sleep. <laughs> I still can ten key, and but the thing is, like with this graffiti, I wish we had something like that on the iPad because this, especially with the pencil. Like, I feel like regular handwriting recognition is not the thing that, that people really want if they know no, about graffiti. No, like you're getting good at the wrong thing. Like, I get why, because they're trying to say, like, uh, bring the mountain to Muhammad, right? They're trying to say, basically, hey, look, you don't have to learn some kind of crazy, 
you know, uh, scribble to, to write on your iPad, just write the way you want. But like, right. but the thing is, I don't like the way, I don't like the way it feels to write on the iPad. I don't like the way that it looks. And if I was trying to make writing that's pretty for the iPad, uh, I would know that I am really moving in the wrong direction. What I, what I, what I want what is I want. for my scribbles to turn into words with a minimum of interaction from me. And again, it's, it's a combustible medium. If that page blows up after it gets my words, that's fine. But the fact that it, that it looks like handwriting and I could get better at my handwriting looking good on the iPad, woof. I mean, that's like trying to hope that when I type on the computer, it, it sounds like uh, Beethoven. It's the wrong kind of keyboard for making music, dude. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it's... Scholar's coming soon. Got to bounce soon. Okay. I'm going to do it now. Let's you know what now. it is? They're doing things at the house. They're doing things at the house. And, and so my scholar has to do school from my office. So not only is it, it's not enough that my house becomes a home, an office, <laughs> and a school. Now my office has also become a school. <laughs> what's uh, well, listen, we got to have an out here. What, um, what's next for you? What's next in the, uh, in the iPad things? Are, are the things you've been meaning to try? Do you well, have any I questions have, for our audience that could uh, help you? I mean, I definitely would love to hear. I'm at Dan Benjamin on Twitter. I would love to hear your recommendations for the app. Like if you have an app on there and I don't need to hear that it's Safari. Like that's not, I, I'm, I'm talking about an app that I could install that is like the game changer app for you. And it, it doesn't have to be the app that you use like all day long or anything, but like what's yeah. the app that you fell in love with? Like an with? app that, that like utilizes what the iPad is uniquely capable yeah, of in a way that, that Dan like, couldn't imagine right now. Right, like the thing that's like makes the iPad a requirement for you. I'm very curious to hear what that is because I know that there will be some overlap with the listeners and what with what I'm doing. And I, I love that. And it's COVID and no one can see anyone else. So let's be friends. I'm at Dan Benjamin on Twitter. Uh Tell me what you like, and uh, and I want to learn about it. And I'll tell. I have listen. I have one problem. One really quick. I'll make it really really quick. Go 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 go. What's your problem, Dan? I use Amazon Prime on the Apple TV, and in the same way that they describe both fungi or is it fungi, fungi and octopus. I think you're a fungi as completely like unnatural and like nothing else on the planet. The uh-huh. Amazon Prime app is like nothing else on the Apple TV. It's completely different. It's the very way punitive. It, it really seems like they hate you. Listen to this, Merlin. Every single time that I try to resume something. Season two. Season two. Season oh, two. I'm lucky if it even Stop goes going to, a to season, season one. I have to quit, quit. I have to restart. So let's say I'm, watch, I'm watching Bosch right now. Highly recommend Bosch. Oh, I've heard that's good. I like that guy. That guy was on Deadwood, right? He was on Deadwood as Silas, and he was also the smoke monster on Lost. No spoilers. Um, <gasps> Whoa. So okay, so the app, t- the app Titus, sucks. What happened? Titus is his name. Titus Andronicus. And I, so I, I watch this at night. I'll watch an episode or two every night, and mm-hmm. every single night I go to play it. I hit play. It goes. It goes into it. I pick who I am. I pick Bosch. I hit resume. Let's just say it finds the right episode. I hit resume, and it just spins and spins and spins. And then <sighs> when I hit the menu button to go out of the app, I hear like a one second audio clip of them talking i get excited i'm like oh it was about to play i go back in i hit this play is how again. a grift this is a thing. grift it's a long it's obviously a long con the only thing that works is for me to restart the apple tv I, nothing else works quitting the app doesn't work restarting nothing i have to restart the huh. whole apple tv so if anyone knows if anyone could get get me a fix for yeah, this do you have a tv with dolby vision not the tv that i'm watching this on but yes i do hmm there's a, there's a known-ish, bug-ish, that after, after you watch something in Dolby Vision, 
you have to restart your TV to get it to work. Yeah, you mentioned so that enjoy a, your Ted Lasso, a little while ago. But yeah. like you may have to restart it because it just got confused and now you're, you're SOL and nothing will play. Ugh. I don't know, though. You have, respond to Dan. T- tell Dan what to respond do. To I, I need to leave right now, Bye, but, but I want to say something mm. and I don't want to talk about it, but I want to say this. I would like to say thank you, everybody who's been with us through the years. Uh, whether you've stayed the whole time or come and gone, I'm very grateful to you all for uh, visiting with us for this long time. That's all I want to say about that. Do you have anything you want to say about that? I quick. couldn't have said don't it better. Mushy. Couldn't don't have said mushy. it better, but I love, I love everybody. Yeah, no, you guys are really cool, and I hope it's uh, been useful. Um, and this is it. To, this is the last episode, right? There. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's the Keychain Challenge. We're going to wrap it up. Here we <laughs> number, go. Episode oh. number three, done. <laughs> done in the can. What's a pet? <laughs> a long <laughs> three episodes, by, but... That's what you mean by episode. <laughs> yeah, we made it. Yeah, we did. So, you know, we uh, met each other on the way. <laughs> like uh, ships have passed in the night. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's button this up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.